Hey everybody, thank you for listening to that ad. Um, we're going to go on right into the interview. Um, thanks for listening again. Uh, please enjoy, share, do whatever you got to do um, to support me. And uh, I'm glad that I can uh, entertain you guys. All right, bye. everybody welcome on back to the cadillac ranch thanks for coming on by today i told you i was coming on back coming on back with the vengeance you think that i was just done yesterday after talking about the draft with my boy chris cox you think i'm done no i'm trying to i'm trying to get this work in when there's no work to do i'm trying to make myself work i'm trying to keep myself busy you know what i did today I did chores this morning, and I didn't even complain. What, what? Pat on the back. Adulting. Anyways, this episode that uh, we're going to be talking about here, um, I got one of my best friends on, Sammy Sanchez Sr. Um, known him my whole life. Went to kindergarten with the kid. Uh, became really good friends in high school because of football. Um Homie for life. He he married me and my wife. Um, I love him. Love his wife. I love his. I love his uh, son. I love his soon to be next child. Um, Cause they're expecting another one. Congratulations. Um, yeah, he uh, been the one friend that I've always had. He's been a basketball fan our whole friendship um that we've been really close so i watched a lot of basketball with him uh watching uh what is it called wow march madness and uh finals and stuff like that i when i watch basketball it's with him so that's why when this uh michael jordan documentary came out um i i knew that once I started doing this, I wanted to bring him on and talk basketball. So, um, since there is no sports on right now, what better than one of the best documentaries I've seen so far? It's so interesting. Um, the Last Dance about Michael Jordan. Um, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, there are spoilers in this, but it's history, so I'm not really that worried. Go watch the documentary. Um, we recap one and two a little bit. Uh, and then we go over three and four. And then next week, um, we're going to go over five and six. Um, bear with us. This is our first. Uh, he's the, the first, like, interview I'm doing about something that I don't know about. Like, yesterday I talked football. I don't know a lot about basketball. So, next time I'm going to take more notes. It's going to be more polished. Deal with uh just uh, bear with me. Um, without further ado, Sammy Sanchez Sr., um, thanks for coming on again. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And then I'll see you on the back end. Hey, everybody. This is going to be an interview. My guest is one of my best friends of all time. Known him since kindergarten. Sammy Sanchez 
senior. Yes, sir. How you doing, my dog? How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you good. for having me on. Uh, oh, I'm I'm excited. Uh, people know I'm not a big basketball fan. I mean, I am, but I'm not. I don't follow it, right? I'm right. not like you, right? So I, I'm going to tell everybody and you just catch you up on my basketball experience. And I'm going to have Sammy talk about his and what basketball means to him. And then we'll go from there. We're going to talk about episode three and four of the Michael Jordan documentary. And mm -hmm. it's been probably the best thing for Corona uh, during the COVID-19. They did a for smart sure. job doing that now. But um, I wanted to say uh, I grew up, if anything, a Laker fan because of my grandpa. And then I grew like loving him and everything until Kobe Bryant came into the picture and Phil Jackson. My grandfather hates Phil Jackson. Wow. And then he doesn't like Kobe because of how he was as a rookie. Like right. kind of snotty, you yeah. know, young, younger guy. So he's like, I'm – I'm going to start uh, cheering for San Antonio. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, could he like pop? So I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. So if anything, like throughout the Kobe championships and everything, I was a Laker fan. Um, I remember watching those championships at like my grandparents' house and stuff like that. But like getting into high school and stuff, I watched it and I watched like you guys play and stuff. And we'll watch NBA with my friends, but I never really like had like a big time fire for it or anything. Yeah. So, but if if it's if basically Lakers or players, that's who I really watched, you know. Yeah. And then play with my friends or watch with my friends. But fast forward to now, rewatching this Laker or this MJ documentary, kind of like I, I was watching it last night. And I'm like, I might watch like a full season next year, and yeah. like. Cause it's how exciting, how like the in depth inside of it. It's kind of like hard knocks in a way. How you like? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say next year? What do you mean? Are you talking about they're gonna actually end the season right now? No, I mean like I'm <laughs> saying I will start. Like I might actually like watch more than three games this upcoming season. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. 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 So like, don't be putting that out in the air. I need I need to see my Lakers take it. No, I I'm, right now they should too. They will, they were, I think. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so, um, yeah, This so this kind of documentary kind of reignited it and everything. Um, that's just a short thing on my history. I like basketball, never got really into it, but this is kind of building up my flame for it, I guess. Um, you go talk about your basketball experience and why you love it so much. Cause that's why I brought you on. I wanted to hear your passion and everything. And then we're in a future date. Um, we'll put it in the in the notes that we're going to probably do after everything settles and everything do a Kobe Bryant special. And you talk about him and what he, yeah. I mean, he was your dad. So, <laughs> so uh, that's what my mom told me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we need to, uh, so we'll do that at a future date, but now I want to, I want you to tell you, uh, go talk about basketball and what it means to you. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, I, I got into sports. I will. My first love is actually soccer. Um, I got into soccer like four or five years old. I am Hispanic. I know it's kind of cliche, but it just happened. Um, I fell in love. But then I just moms put me into other sports. Rec, you know, rec was my life, like all of our lives growing up there on the Central Coast. 
Um, so it was pretty much soccer and basketball for me, but uh, basketball became my second love. And when I got really involved in that was probably, I remember a year where my brother, Albert, shout out to Albert and RJ, no shout out for him. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he um, coached a team that I was on with some names like Shane McIntyre, uh, Big Dog Julio. We just had like a kind of a rebellious team, but I was the one who was kind of like the the straight arrow, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And um, RJ actually was a huge Laker fan, um, really big Kobe fan too. That was probably like fifth, sixth grade around there. And uh, I remember that whole season, I was like on the bench always. I was always like coming in late. I didn't play that much, even though I knew I could play and I could probably, you know, add to the team. We had some some guys who RJ in his in his mind were better than me, which was fine. I mean, I was in fifth grade, like, but that also kind of built that like fire in me to be like, okay, like, I know he's not overlooking me because he's he's a he's one of my brothers was my brother's best friend, so he's not treating me like that. But he's and they're like kind of five years older. Yeah, five years older. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I had played even before that in rec league. Like I played with a bunch of our friends growing up, and I was always kind of just on the back back end. Like never really was in the spotlight, which was sad and fine at the same time. If if anyone's ever played sports and have gone through that, like you know, there's times where you you get your moment, and then that you know people are like, oh wow, you can actually ball, or you can actually do this. So. For me, it it was the season after that RJ and them had um, – we had, like, I don't know, lost in, like, the first round of our little rec Los Osos Morro Bay playoffs or whatever. And uh, the next season, I just dedicated, like, everything to basketball. I, like – I anything I asked for for, like, Christmas, birthdays was shoes, gear, shorts, everything, like, anything I could do. And along that, I th- if I was – what? in fifth grade what are you like 10 10 years old so Kobe was in the league I want to say already for he came in 95 96 I think fact check me are they checking facts I'm just kidding I'll have my producer look it up um so I was probably seven yeah and I was just getting into basketball I didn't know names teams really anything I didn't have a huge like professional following mostly because we had 12 channels to our name growing up as a kid you know pbs was my shit but uh he debuted in 96 okay yeah so yeah i was seven and then so fast forward those till i was 10 like that's when i really was like and that's when kobe kind of took off like he came in as the rookie he came in i know this is going into the jordan one but um three years into his season, that's when he kind of like him and Shaq were like, they were ready, you know, to make some runs. So that's when I just literally like, you can ask my mom, you can ask my brother, you can, you can ask some people like I literally modeled, like tried to model my game after Kobe and in really just his competitive nature. And that's also like another reason why I fell in love was because I saw someone I could look up to kind of idolize, um, and just really mimic in a sense. I mean, I was 10, so what really could I do like him? But I tried for sure. And uh, I feel like it helped me, propelled me into, you know, playing more sports. I played varsity basketball, varsity football. I think it just kind of just pushed everything to be more athletic and track. Shout out to a four by one team. 
got that record. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, basketball, I've, it's, it's been a passion of mine. I wish I could still play it today, <laughs> but right. the body's in a toll. And so not like I was in college or anything. Sorry if that sounded like I was in college, but I wasn't. I never played anything in college besides track and field. Anyways, that's a side tangent. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I love basketball. It's going to bleed through me forever, and I hope my kids will like it and their kids and all that good stuff. Awesome. Uh, thank you for saying all that and uh, clarifying it. I, I, mean, I mean, our whole relationship went every time. Like, I, I would be more of a Laker fan when I'm around you just because I knew, like, we can – one, I, I know I can get like a good response out of it, out of you. So, like we're hanging yeah. out, like obviously. Oh, oh, how'd Kobe doing? Oh, Dwight Howard the first time around, he sucks. Now he's good. I don't know. <laughs> but um, really, uh, I want to dive into uh, this documentary and uh, do a little recap of one and two. Just like if you haven't watched it, watch it. This is. An amazing series. They did a great yes. job with it. Um, I heard a rumor that um, that Michael Jordan he greenlit this when uh, right after he won his last championship. So he's mm-hmm. like he like I'm not I'm not gonna let LeBron shine. So he like greenlit this documentary to make it go like we're gonna do this. Just I'm gonna LeBron- interject. Let me interject. Yeah. He greenlit it when Cleveland won in 2016 because he was pissed that LeBron was um, supposedly about to catapult him as the best player. Right. And so Jordan was like, all right, bitches, here you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, which is crazy. I mean, we can just talk about the first two episodes talking about like. Sorry, can I swear on your thing? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I just want to say, like, just seeing it, I'm trying to remember the first two. I should have rewatched it, idiot. Anyways. Um, yeah. I don't see uh, – the one thing I'm going to say right now, Michael Jordan said he's like, people are going to think I'm an asshole after looking at this. Mm-hmm. I don't see him as that big of an asshole. Yeah, no. He, I, seemed, I... he seems like, like, with everything he's been doing so far up to number four, he's been pretty, like, yeah, he gets on people's – cases but he's not really not being a dick i mean he was a dick to like the general manager because he hated yeah but like that was about it yeah no i i mean people know he's an asshole just off the top you know yeah but i don't think for me it's really showing me that he's more of an asshole yeah we're only four episodes in and maybe something happens in the next several ones where we're like oh damn you're a dick but yeah, no, I I don't know why he he maybe felt that way, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I liked the basically them just showing a highlight reel, the number one, and just showing like all his highlights and the kind mm-hmm. of all these amazing things. And you and then you went on Twitter, or went on social media, and all these famous basketball players now, uh, pros are like, I didn't know MJ had that big of hops. I didn't know that he could do this and that. So like, it's great that a generation today can see like how somebody that's so transformative for this game that made it so much better. Yeah. 
and they can see like, oh, that's how it transitioned from this to this and things like that. Because right. it's like in any sport that you got to know your history to, to figure out how how um, how you want to improve the game for yourself right. and for everybody else. Yeah, it was crazy in the first two. I mean, I knew a little bit just because of my basketball fandom. I knew a little bit about him being cut, you know, um, in high school and then um, kind of not living up to what he was uh, said to be at North Carolina. And then that year that he was like, screw you guys, I'm about to – again he know i feel like he we've seen uh moments in time where he was he just gave everybody the bird and was like okay let's yeah. do this then he did that at north carolina and then you know he did that in uh as we're seeing in the history already is in the in the books but you you see he does it kind of um when they go on the first run and then i'm sure they're going to tap into the baseball thing but i think he right. kind of gives people the bird there too cuz he wants to show that he can do a lot more than just play the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, going into one and two, uh, they dove in a lot with Scotty Pippen. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, he was way better of a basketball player than I ever thought. I don't remember him being that good. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know anything. I'll be honest. I didn't know anything about his high school career or yeah, anything like that. Like he's a stud, and said like one of twelve kids or whatever. Yeah. Like, and then his dad, the part that's nuts is that he lived with two people in a wheelchair for like, I don't know, I think it was like eight years or yeah. a little longer than that's, I mean, you know, God be with you and God heal you. If that, if you're in that situation, no, no disrespect on that, but just the hardship I'm sure that he faced was, was, crazy. A, you know, crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, I mean sure. that's the definition of like, I'm I'm gonna make it big so I can help my family. I mean, yeah. That was like a main thing for him. Um, he was a beast. And then like, uh, what the GM's name? I totally forget. Um, I should Jeff like, Jeff Kraus Jeffrey yeah. Kraus Jerry Kraus Jerry Kraus. Um, my wife. He's an idiot. <laughs> he's an idiot. Oh yeah. I'm not not a fan. So like with the whole Pippin thing, he like. I don't know. I think they mishandled that. And obviously they talked about that and I'm like, should have paid the man. And it's just kind of crazy that that happened. But um, the fact that he sat out and uh, he got hurt. My favorite thing going back to that was saying like, he goes, I'm not going to waste my summer. What do we have on your time? Yeah. Like that's pretty badass. I I don't know. Like that's a savage move just to be like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll do my own thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was yeah, Jerry Krause got some definitely some issues because well, I mean, we'll talk about 3 and 4 and he shed he shows some more of his issues during those two episodes, but yeah, he did Pippin wrong and and he knows it. He just, you know, he's just trying to make make the next buck and then make grab the next trophy pretty much. So Right. And then but speaking uh, of a off season, what he did or Pippen was doing the rehab when Jordan, I think it's in the first one, they say that he kind of went behind their back and uh, rehabbed in North Carolina and like his left calf was bigger than his right or vice versa. And like, that's, I mean, if you, if that doesn't scream passion, I mean, some people got to do everything because their drive and their desires 
Well, no, it, it's funny. Just Kraus being the way he was, it's like, oh, he wanted to kind of tank, and so he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, you're. He's like, wait, I I trained to get back on the court, and you want me not to do that? And he's like, you don't want me to be the best? And then he just basically said f you when he got on the, when he had his set what was it 17 minutes 14 seven minutes 14 seven minutes a half i think yeah and he went out like he he, just, he, he single-handedly put them in the eighth seed on a 14 minutes restriction that is fucking insane it's so crazy yeah just the things he did like like I said, we watched Kobe and we've seen LeBron and we've seen like the astonishing plays and everything like that. Like with uh, Reggie Miller shooting the uh, how many threes in like three point six seconds? Three, three, three threes back to yeah. back to back. I think, yeah. Like seeing stuff like that, like, wow, that's astonishing. That's crazy. But it seems like M- Mike was doing it on the daily. Yeah. And it just and it would just came normal. It's kind of like how we feel about LeBron, I guess. Like how it's like, oh, he should probably get the MVP every year, but it's you know, got to give yeah. it to somebody, some other people. So I wondered that's how that's how they thought of MJ. Mm-hmm. Like, was he that great at real time? I don't know what I'm trying to say, but no, I think no, I think you're right. I mean. I was having this debate with someone that lives in my house and uh, she was saying that there was no one that that, like transcended the game like Jordan, like no one brought to the game what Jordan brought at that time and no one showed what he was showing. Like, and I kind of disagreed because there's the Wilts, there's the Larry Birds, there's the Magic Johnsons, there's Oscar Robinson's, all them people played without a three point line. Like, there's people that came before Jordan and that's, those are facts. And did they transcend the game? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Hakeem Olajuwon, the skyhook, who was doing that? He was only, and then he taught it. He kind of taught it to Magic Johnson and Magic Johnson was doing it. And Magic Johnson was doing crazy stuff, you know, like that too. Yeah. But I do feel that now since watching four, my opinion has changed a little bit. Not completely, but a little bit as far as Michael's – I think he is the first to ever, like, punch his own teammate in the mouth hypothetically and say, step your game up. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're here. You have a job here. You have a job to do X, Y, and Z. You're not doing it. If you're not going to do it, get off the court because I only play with winners. Like, I do feel like he might be the first in that regard. People were putting the ball in the hoop before Jordan, like, basketball was being played but as far as that goes i do feel like he was probably the first to do that to show that type of tenacity and and just i can't lose kind of mentality um jumping on into the three and four um i thought collins was a great coach for him yeah i don't know why um i didn't know that that was who it was i see him now yeah (laughs) i said the same thing i'm like who is this guy? And then saw him now, like his present day. And I'm like, Oh, I know who he is. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's my guy. <laughs> it was just, that was kind of confusing. I didn't get the, I, I wish they went into that more. Cause I, that was episode three talking about Collins. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I kind of didn't get that. He was a great coach. They like Collins even said he was defensive player of the year, MVP, won the all-star game, uh, MVP, slam dunk mm-hmm. contest. Like he was very successful with Collins. So, but he didn't want to run the triangle, obviously. But um, yeah, anyway, I think going a little far. Yeah, yeah, tell me what you think about Collins and that. I think he, yeah, like you were saying, he ran, he had a lot of success with, with MJ in those first, I think it was three years that he, he coached him. He got that, you know, the nod. And then um, I think if I remember right, there was a turning point though. No, they, did they make the playoffs that year? The third in his third and final season. I can't, I can't remember. I'm blanking. Yeah. That's when they um, finally got over the hump, but they lost in the first round. Yeah. To Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I I thought, why not? Like, why everybody? Not we'll take notes next yeah. week, and um, <laughs> it'll be a little better. But yeah, keep going. But no, yeah, I think I don't see why you don't write it. Um, but going with like the the trend of the first and two, Kraus is just you can you can he's unpredictable in a sense. Like he can't you can't get into his mind and like say yeah he's gonna do this next because. I'm sure every team would have every other GM probably would have been like, no, I'm going to maybe extend you. I'm going to ask you to stay for a little longer because you seem to coach MJ well. And that's, if you can coach your star and your star can be and your star likes you as the coach, it's going to actually flow over into the rest of your team. And, and if there's, you know, bumps and whatever along the road, he'll be able to rally the, the team because they trust him and he trusts the coach things like that. But I think Phil Jackson kind of looming in the background was also uh, in the back of Jerry Krause's mind possibly, but and, like, well, you, well, and yeah. Collins, but th- I think that's why they're, they're not, they're not, they didn't put some sort of information in there. Cause he said like, Oh, I saw Phil Jackson. I'm like, he can be, he can take over for me. And then Krause said that they fired him. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're there's probably some info where they maybe were like, please don't put that in the, in the film or mm-hmm. maybe he paid him off or something. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, watching the episodes, uh, Phil Jackson is exactly who I thought he is. Just a hippie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was doing yoga in 96 with his team. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, talk about transit transcending coach, like putting holistic healing and just different aspects on it that that was crazy to see him uh having to coach in puerto rico right yeah pan panama panama, panama. One of, yeah that was crazy yeah i had no i had no idea he did that and like um the fact that he won two championships with the knicks and then yeah that's wild uh six coach like 11 coaching or whatever yep yeah, no, I knew some things about Phil just because of the time that he spent with the Lakers and did all that. Um, I knew, you know, they called him the Zen master. Um, if you've ever watched the Kobe doing work documentary um, that they put out, like around the time it was the second run the Lakers were putting on, I believe um, they did a documentary and he actually has I don't know if he started with the Lakers. I can't remember or if it was with the Bulls, but he has them recite the Lord's prayer when they play on Sundays. Hmm. Um, 
right before um, and after, I believe. But I knew he was really in touch with some things. But when they showed him like all the Native American stuff and how he connected with Rodman like that and like wild, those things were like just that shot of the whole like 15 man roster doing like Pilates pretty much, which is crazy because now all these NFL cats do it too. Like, so he was almost before his time. Yeah. But yeah, Phil's. Phil's on an, he was on a whole just different level of, of spirituality, which was probably a good thing for, for the teams that he's coached. Well, when you think about it with, you have to be like that with the type of players, his whole career that he had to deal with. Mm, that's yeah. That's I mean, a good point. Rodman to Rick Fox, like mm-hmm. that, <laughs> like that's two different spectrums of yeah. the player. So like, and then he got to run our test. He got run our test the last two years of the when they won yeah. the second back to back. So like, it's crazy. It's so crazy how like everything that they did. Uh, another thing that shocked I didn't know Ori was on the Bulls. Not Ori. Robert Ori. Yeah. Like they talked. To, he was Not on the Ori or yes. Yes. Did I miss that? Big shot, like Robert Ory, like from the Lakers. He went. Was he younger? I I must have missed that because I. No, didn't not Robert Ory. What the other Laker that was on the team? Horace Grant. No. You know the Horace Grant. He he lives like an AG. Yeah, I think he has a gym out there or something. Yeah, I I met him one time when I was working at Mission. That's a big man. <laughs> Oh, he's. Huge. I was like, I was like, ah, uh, nice to meet you. Oh, yeah, I'm a coach. Bye. Like that was it. He's like, oh. cool story. Yeah, I'm like, sweet, sweet. Wait, not who are you Ory. talking What's about? Yeah, not Robert Ory. Um, Ron Harper. Harper. I didn't know he was on the Bulls. Yeah, they trade. I don't know if they're gonna dive into him at all, but. He was on the Pistons. No, he was on that Cavs team that they um, yes beat or lost to. I can't remember. And then that's, I think yeah, they went. Yeah, they they beat they beat the Cavs. Yes. Yeah. But they lost to. See, that's where we got mixed up earlier. They beat the Cavs, but they couldn't beat Pistons. So yep. the Pistons went on, spanked the Lakers, and yep. then uh, yeah, did their thing. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. They. Side note: If you haven't seen. The documentary, the 30 for 30 about the Pistons bad boys. Awesome. Um, it showed more of how dirty they were. They, that yeah. was such awesome basketball. I wish people see, getting... <laughs> just getting slammed and having the Jordan rule. Just like, yeah, oh, I didn't know about that. That's so awesome. Like yeah. little shit like that. Just talking about the Jordan rule. Like basically if he... If he tried to come in the paint, we knock him down. If he's in the mm-hmm. air, we can't touch him. But yeah, like this. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't know they went four times. I think besides the Celtics, uh, maybe the Lakers. I didn't. I guess I could see those teams going that often. I didn't know that the Detroit Pistons went four times, back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were solid. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't watched watch that thirty for thirty, they're awesome. Um. Anyways. Uh, I guess we can jump into Rodman. Yeah, I was about to. It was on my mind. 
<laughs> Boy is out of his mind. He's crazy. Yeah. But he it's... was so good. Like how he how he was explaining how he got rebounds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like that's so that's so he just like I just calculated it. I just figured well, it out. And then he said he brought in like it, he didn't care what time it was, like three or four in the morning. He brought his homies to the gym and were like, "You shoot it there. You shoot it over here." And I need to calculate. And then he was doing all this stuff with his hands, like if it hits the rim here, I need to position myself over here. And I was just like, "Hold on." That's such a crazy way to think. You thought about that stuff? <laughs> like, I know it shocked me when MJ said he's the smartest player he ever played with. Right. Yeah. Defensively, that was... I mean that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. But um, coming from I mean you, go ahead, go ahead. Coming from uh, uh his from the poor family, mm-hmm. going to living on the streets for two years, and then bro, that's crazy. And then just basically somebody's like, "Do you want to play basketball?" He's like, "I guess so." Yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go from, I mean, Madonna's, Madonna's Madonna. No, no, we can we can say this. We're saying this in the nicest way possible. Carmen Electra is still a fox <laughs> yeah. and a smoke show to this day. So I'll, I'll get that out of the way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where's that button? <laughs> I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, okay, cool. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. That whole thing, his whole needed a vacation. I loved how Michael, like, if anybody needs a vacation, it's me. Yeah. And he um, said, Phil, you let that boy go for 48 hours. You ain't getting him back in 48 hours. <laughs> where do you want to go? Vegas. He's not, he's not going. He's not coming back at all. I love how he's carrying that Miller light, pops it, jumps on the Harley or whatever, and then just takes it off. It's just like, damn. <laughs> He was just crazy, but he, his play was awesome. And we haven't even gotten to, uh, I think the 97 seat, it's like the the one where he does timeout when he's sliding out, right? So we haven't even gotten right. to like that. Yeah. Because he, right now he's, I mean, his Detroit days were crazy, like crazy good, like from a statistical standpoint. And then, he got sent to was it San Antonio? Yeah. And then one more stop or was it Bulls after to, that? Yeah, Chicago yeah. traded, I think they said. So yeah, we're up we're almost to the point where we really see like I mean, we saw where he had to take over for Pippen, like Jordan says, and Phil says that he was the glue and held us together. But we I don't think we've seen everything mm-hmm. um that he provided for that team that specifically that year. Uh-huh. Cause yeah, he's he, even now, like you just think about it and you're like, this dude played professional basketball, like professional basketball in Detroit. Yeah. You see that. Like, you're like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, he's an athlete. But then it got, when he got loopy a little bit and started Madonna influenced him to be his own man and, or, or I think he referred to him as a woman too at times, but he it's just crazy and like they didn't even get into like what he did and all you know that this man broke his penis three times what three times 
Two of them are his cartilage. I thought it was cartilage. You broke, you can break your penis and it bleeds and it's bad. It's not fun. Ouch. He'd done it three times. So he, he literally broke, broke girls off. No, they broke him off. Like he's like, (laughs) Hey, go over there and just jump on my dick. And like, (laughs) One of like one of the stories like the girl like literally ran and tried to like dart, lawn dart on a direction <laughs> and it broke it. Damn. Yeah, he he was crazy. Lawn darts. <laughs> I mean that's why that's Jeez. why Carmela uh, Carmen Electra said it was the occupational hazard. Yeah. Shit went down when he was getting down. I wonder what porn what point this is a tangent but what point she was at in her was she a porn star already obviously yeah yeah she didn't do porn she just carmen electra she did like playboy oh that's right playboy sorry not not porn come on (laughs) step up your porn game (laughs) i didn't have the money for those magazines or the grandpa or the dad to slip me one i didn't either (laughs) that's something else i it was a lot of I guess Baywatch. I mean, it's like kind of. Like yeah, that's true. Anyways, uh, I wanted to go back to the Cavs game when he makes the shot. That's mm-hmm. the Cavs game when he goes at the top of the key and they give him literally two seconds. In the game five. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome to see. Like, I didn't. It was cool not to know what's going to come. I knew that was happening. I knew that they were going to talk about that, that shot at some mm-hmm. point. But watching the game and not knowing everything about the Bulls, which is kind of cool. Like, I saw that. To me, I saw that in real time. Yeah. Like, oh, it was almost live to me. Like, what the happened? And then the shot. I'm like, oh, it happened here. So, like, yeah. seeing that and seeing the other view from, like, the baseline and seeing it from that angle, not just from behind him, was awesome. Um, That's where you see his hops, too, man. He bro. jumped out the gym celebrating. Oh, and to- uh, talk about hops. Homie. With in North Carolina, tried to block the ball. His back of his head hit the backboard. Oh, <laughs> not, not not the back of it, like his neck, dog. Yeah, the neck. Like, that's just a freak. Those are called bunnies. <laughs> bunnies, boosties. <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah, I know that seeing that too. Like, I mean, like we kind of preface at the beginning our backgrounds of basketball. Like I've seen all. I have pictures. I have a, you know, sports illustrated book with that, just the still shot of that one and stuff. But like you said, like not knowing when it happened, like on a timeline and his, in that, in the NBA world, NBA timeline is cool. Cause it did feel like real time, almost like, you know, you're seeing it for the first time because I never, I mean, that was what we were like. Oh, that like I we, said, I, we were yeah. three. We're yeah. two. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, insane. But um, it was awesome to see them finally get over the hump. Um, I love seeing that championship season, that first one. Um, you can tell, you could tell there that uh, how the fact that uh, Michael Jordan at the end he was crying. Yeah, the, the trophy, and they were saying like they were all shocked to right. see him that emotional. I thought that was awesome. I didn't think. I thought they would be like, oh, we knew he would be that emotional. And they're like, no, we were flabbergasted and like how speechless he was and everything. And you can tell that yeah. his dad was there. So that was huge. Like in hindsight, 
Right. Um, yeah, I was telling uh, Wifey that when I, we were watching it last night, and uh, when he was looking at like the trophy, there was a moment where I like like a chill just shot down my body, and like I almost was like, "Oh crap!" Like just. I don't know his experience. I've never won an NBA title. Um, I'll put the the rumors to rest. <laughs> um, but just just that moment, that look where he just looked like almost looked through the trophy and just knew like this is mine. This is what I've set out to accomplish, and he did it. it was like you know, just it was cool. It was a it was cool to see that because um, we know he won six, but like you right. said, we weren't really watching we were still sucking on teats you know yeah uh so it was great to see in like the fact i've always thought it was weird when i heard people try to to compare themselves to the greats right like mm. as like silly as like kanye west thinking he's he walt disney to like somebody like oh yeah. i'm the I, i'm the next mj or like something like that like but when he said he'd like i got that trophy and i am with the birds i am with the magics mm-hmm. i i didn't see him as being like selfish or cocky or any he's just like i have arrived and i'm doing something for like he knew that he was doing something for the game like he's such right. a basketball fan himself like he he knew that like i'm i'm solidifying who i am in this game Mm-hmm. And he is one of the best. He knew the fact that he knew that already. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That moment too, where they, uh, MJ, like, and I've actually never really heard of this. Hap- I don't feel like I ever, I could honestly say I've never heard of a player who just won go to the other person's locker room. And maybe this does happen. Maybe they just don't talk about it in our day and age now, but go to him and like kind of see each other after you just beat them for like the best, your, your, not your trophy and hug and embrace and like cry, like no, nothing wrong with crying, but like just that experience. Like, I don't feel like I've ever really like see a team or their, their, their star player go to the other star and be like, look at my trophy. I know he didn't do that, but you know, it just, it was cool to see the level of respect that was shown, which we could get into a segue of that too, with them not shaking hands, but just that level oh, of respect. Shit, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Totally forgot yeah, about no. that. No, yeah, was, I think that's great. Um, it does help that Michael, uh, Michael, I almost said Michael Johnson. <laughs> uh, Magic Johnson is a humble guy and he'd already had his six at that point. With only five? Yeah. I thought he had six. Mm-hmm. Did any Laker get six? No. It just the no. five championships? Five. Him and him and Kobe, I think. Kobe Jerry West. Six. No, no. Kobe has five. Why? Oh, he didn't do the three. Um, okay. I think Wilt might have six. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if there's a Laker that has six. Hmm. Um. I forgot what I was saying. Yeah. No, I think uh, the you were saying that he he had already kind of arrived yeah. at five, and he knew that you know he he was maybe on the way out. And they both say that it's it was Jordan, kind of Jordan's ushering yeah, him, in. 
him yeah. and Bird. The fact that they said that like his second rookie or second year, they're like, oh, he's the next best thing. Yeah. And that's crazy that they said that. That's that's like right now, Tom Brady's saying that to like Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're the best of all time now. Yeah. Just so quick. Do you need to get going? No, no, no. I'm re- I'm I, I kinda wanna talk about that the the disrespect. <laughs> oh, put the spot on your name. <laughs> With this R E S B E C K, not T. The oh, respect. Sh- oh, unforgivable. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. I think uh what we are talking about right now is when after the Jordan Bulls finally beat the Pistons. Um, mm-hmm. Lambeer decided to tell everybody on the team, let's not shake their hands and just walk off like punk-ass bitches. I'm not saying that. Personally, it just that's what they said. Horace Grant said that they were bitches Horace for that. For the boss. <laughs> um, but not only did they walk off the court without shaking their hands, at that time, I didn't also realize that a lot of times they shared entrances mm-hmm. and exits for their locker rooms. They walked right in front of them motherfuckers and didn't shake their hand. Like, did you see, be- did you see Isaiah Thomas do- dodging and weaving like he was like, <laughs> like, like he was boxing? Yeah. yeah, like he was like, uh, I'm not gonna talk to anybody. Yeah, that's. I mean. Played playing in sports, yeah, I was only up to high school, both of us, except for your track. That that you know, as much as we hated doing it, every time we lost, we had to do that. And I think that's always been something that we had to do. It's just sportsmanship. But at the same time, I get it. The Pistons wanted to be the bad boys, and that's yeah. why they did it. Um I think that I thought if I was Michael Jordan in the team and you can debate with me after this, I thought that they should have took that as like, fuck. Yeah. Like you're done. You're embarrassed. Walk off. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I think I was like, that's right. Yeah. They all took it so personally and like, Oh, they're bitches. I would have been like, mm-hmm, you are bitches. Like yeah. I would have been like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think for me, when, when I, when they in live time watching it last night and then um this morning on get up with greeny and them shout out to them not that they would maybe listen to this one day in their life hopefully uh <laughs> they were talking about it this morning too and they actually had isaiah thomas on because he's part of the nba tv and the kind of the espn network family yeah, I so saw they talked i didn't see it though yeah i think it, in the moment of watching it i did have a gut gut feeling of wow these guys are I think the first thing that came to mind was a poor sport. You know, that's what you call those type of people. And then the other harsher words came into my mind because that it, it, I felt like it was at you're at the ultimate game, the ultimate series of, of your sport and you've worked your ass off. You've, you've climbed. Sure. You're a bad boy. You're known as the bad boys, but you know, unless you were raised in a barn in my, in my mind, you show respect. You should, there's a level of just respect to the game itself. Not, and then as a man, you should want to be shown respect too. And I hear you. I, I, I would have felt a little of both. I feel like I would have been like, damn, that's disrespectful, but haha, 
the reason why you're doing that is because we just punked you guys out here. Right. We finally got your, got you. And so I think there's two sides to it. And then this morning, segue into that, Isaiah Thomas, what he, I think he says it in, in the documentary too, where they felt disrespected by the Celtics the year before because the Celtics did that to them in the same way. They didn't shake their hands. They just walked off the court. So they kind of felt like it maybe was okay to do that because it was kind of something that people had seen. But Celtics weren't ridiculed at all for that. The Celtics were like, if anything, they were probably applauded and just because they were the bad boys. So I do feel bad for some of their team, like especially Isaiah Thomas, because it kind of tainted his his Hall of Fame career. The dude, the dude's got some some accolades. But when you when you watch the bad boys on Thirty for Thirty, they go into that. And he's kind mm. of an asshole himself. I mean, yeah. I think any level of stardom, they're going to be an asshole. Except you're, except if you're like, I don't know. I mean, look I think, at Muhammad Ali. I mean, yeah. come on, just like simple things like that. I think that's why Jordan in the documentary. You watch it, and if you haven't, please do. Um, you're probably not doing anything else, but uh, he says he's like, I don't care. You can't convince me of anything that they didn't feel that way. Like. Even and then they show him the video of Isaiah Thomas talking, and he's he's like, put that put that away, get that away from me. I don't. Yeah, he would really not yeah. gonna watch it, and they like forced yeah. him to. Yeah, I think this is this might be the episode that Jordan might be talking about when you know we referenced that he said that it's gonna make me look like a douche or like you mm-hmm. know maybe this is the one because I don't really I mean. I don't know. Maybe he did some douchey things trying to play baseball and who knows, like I said, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll talk about the next ones right. as they I air. Mean, when we when but, dive into that, I mean, there's so many things, him going into baseball, the fact that it was a rumor that uh, he test. there's a rumor that he tested positive for steroids. So they're kind of like take a year off. They don't want that to be on the NBA's name. Yeah. Yeah. Not His gambling NBA. addiction. Yes. Yeah. All that shit. Like the rumor, they're gonna get into his father, and the rumor that like his father's death was because of him, right? Um, just a whole bunch of stuff that I cannot wait to get into. I hope and they talk about Space Jam. I hope they do. I mean, they better. Yeah. I'm see because I want to. I hope they do because I want to see how the players thought about it back then. Kind of like because right now, because of the copycat thing more, but LeBron doing it they're kind of all like i don't know it's kind of whack yeah you're getting your money I, I wonder what they would the players thought about it then yeah now i now i want to know what year that aired because to put in but we'll probably talk about that um space jam yeah because i, I want to say 96 you got your google machine in there or your alexa no <laughs> Um, Yo, producer, Google. <laughs> uh, producer, I need to. Uh, can you look that up for me? Yeah. Okay, my producer's on it, bro. Um, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> ninety-six, bro. Nice. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-six. I was right. Well, hold on. I'm looking it up. Ninety-six. Hell yeah. Producer's on point. <laughs> human google over there thanks thanks bobby you're welcome so 90s yeah okay that's some that's some food for thought for later um well we're gonna do this again next week uh if Mm. you i'm gonna try if we can 
um, do it the night of after. So, because I don't want get up to be the first time you you hear this. Right. I want you to hear it from us. Right. Even though we need to do better on like notes and shit. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll uh, we can do it. Yeah. I'm a, I mean, I'm a night owl. I could do it right after. Or... Mm-hmm. I usually have to watch the rerun though, because unless, because our junior, just my son, Samuel junior, um, he'll just, he won't let us watch it because I know, he just that's runs. what I've been doing. Like yeah. last night I got, went on, uh, it was like at 10 o'clock it was on ESPN, the app already, like mm. commercial free. And everything yep. so that's how i watched it too because yeah. putting the kids to bed and everything but um yeah we'll did we touch yeah i think we touched on everything so far yeah i think we're good and caught up and then we'll go in a deep dive to, uh, for next week yeah i'm excited because this is i think this is a a kobe one of them will focus on the next torch kind of being passed to i feel oh, like to. for kobe um Kind of the Lakers too, not necessarily just Kobe, but he was the next Jordan. You know, they they kind of talk about, about that. I think, right? Um, yeah, this is awesome. That was a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, <clears throat> my first uh, my first ever podcast or appearing on anybody's podcast. So Cadillac good. Ranch was good. <laughs> that's that's what we're talking about, right there. <laughs> um, thanks for coming on, man. Everybody. Uh, this is Sammy Sanchez Sr. Um, do you want to plug anything or do you want to say your socials or anything? Or are you good? Uh, I just do Instagram mostly. It's uh, Samuel.Sanchez.Sr. Um, not official because I have to go to the damn courthouse to get all that paperwork filled out. But What do you mean by that? To get your – to get like on my – to be actual a senior, you have to like – to get it like if I wanted to You're basically to put it on, changing your name documents right okay yeah. got it but i i mean i am a senior you're a senior have, yeah. you, you have a child yeah <laughs> all right buddy well um i'm just gonna stop and then we'll talk after but thank yeah, you for, for sure thank on. you for having me on yep and no problem thanks again to sammy sanchez senior again it was awesome talking to you everybody thank you for bearing with us i hope you enjoyed that interview um, talking about basketball. Um, can't wait to do that more. I'm going to try to do that with every sport with somebody. Uh, something different. Uh, again, that was about Michael Jordan and the new documentary on ESPN, uh, The Last Dance. It is on ESPN and ESPN2, um, 9 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Uh, they do two episodes a night. They're both an hour long. If you go on the one on ESPN2, it is unedited. So you get to hear cuss words. Oh, shit. Um, But it's awesome. Um, I would give it a gander. Give it a listen. And as always, I miss sports. Stay inside. Enjoy this time with your family. And come on back to the Cadillac Ranch. Well, the well went dry and the cow did too Daddy didn't know what to do The banker came by the house one day Said he's gonna take the farm away Then mama came up with a plan Brother and me started up a band Sister put a sign on the roof 
Daddy bought a case of 90 proof Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old beef patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Now the only thing that we raise is cane You don't need the sun or rain Just neon lights and some ice cold beer Keeps everything green around here Mama takes the cash at the door Brother and me keep them out on the floor Sister sets them up at the bar Daddy kicks back with a big cigar Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch they're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Well we gave all the cows away now the only horns around here today Are the ones up on the grill Of a genuine 59 Coupe de Ville Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch they're parking cars in the old beef patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed yeah. Till the cows come home at Cadillac